Shabbat Kuf Tetzayin, the last thing we were discussing was saving uh, Sefer Torah that uh, didn't have enough letters, or better or better yet, it only had 85 letters. What would be the halacha, and why 85 letters? Because the smallest parasha in the Torah was Vahibin Soaharon, which has only 85 letters. And we ended up asking these 85 letters, do they have to be do they have to be in one place, or even if they're scattered, we save. And we saw Rav Hunas says they have to be in one place. Rav Hasta said even scattered, you still have to save it. And we we brought a Brayta that if a, if a Sefer Torah that's been worn out, that has uh, 85 letters all over the place, uh, we save it. And if it doesn't have 85 letters, we don't save it. It's a problem of Hunas. And Rav Hasda explained, according to Avuna, we're talking about the uh, full words. If you could find the full words that altogether equal 85 letters, then you save. But Enachinami, according to Rav Hasda himself, you save even if there's 85 letters scattered. With that, we are starting on the second to last line of Kuftet Vav Amud Bet. Towards the end, it says, Tanur Rabbanan. Kadosh Baruch Hu made signs on it. They made the opposite nuns on each uh, end of the those pesukim. Elmala ulmata from the beginning of the end and the end of that pesuk. Lomar, tell me she'en mekoma. It's not this place for the this parasha. Rabbi Omer lomin Hashem who said that's not the reason. Elam ipneshek sefer hashuvu b'fniatzma. It's its own sefer. Tanakama said uh, this has nothing to do with what's written before. Uh, so therefore, as there's no reason for it. And Rabbi felt uh, it is the right place uh, for it because it does it does talk about the Masaot right after, so it is the place of it. So the Gemara says, "Keman is la hada amar Bishmuel bar Nachmani amar Bionatan hatzva amudei shivah elu shivah sefer Torah." What seven sefer Torah? Keman kerebi. It's like Rabbi who felt that this is you know it's its own sefer it's hashuv enough to be considered its own sefer therefore sefer bamidbar is considered three so there's four books plus bamidbar split up into three mantana the paliga lederbi who's who argues on rabbi rabbi shimon ben gamliel who the tanya rabbi shimon ben gamliel omer atida parasha zo shetiaker mikan v'tikiyotev v'mkoma it's going to be taken out and written somewhere else v'lama ketabakan kedelav sig ben puranut rishonale puranut shniya to split between each batik that was going on What's the second? Uh, 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 what's the second Puranut? What's the second bad thing? They started complaining. is what? They left the Kadosh Baruch Hu. Where's this place? Amar It's really it's supposed to be by the Parashah of the Galim. Now, by the way, Rashi explains it. That's when they, they started uh, asking for meat and they were uh, rebelling against Akadosh Baruch Hu. And Tosafot explains that, no, they ran away from Hashem like a kid running away from school. So they don't get to learn more Torah. Therefore, they put that parasha right in between. So they asked in the yeshiva, that, you know, that Shasefet Torah, the extra cloth, the extra parchment on the top, on the bottom, on the sides. So if you have those burnt pieces, there's no writing on it. Do we save it in the case of a fire or not? Tashema. Sefer Torah Shebala. Sefer Torah that was worn out. If it has 85 letters. Now we're going to ask. Now if the, the, the cloth itself was Kodesh, 
Even if it doesn't have 85 letters, you should still save it. Now, Balashani, it's different when it was worn out. Because if the surface was already, if that area has been worn out, then the, the cleft in that area is also worn out. The question is, if the the ktav went away, but the the cleft is still there, do we save it or not? Tashema sefer tashenim hak im yesh bole laket ashemonim hamesh otiyot kigon pashat vayibin so haron matzilin. Then we say veim lav and matzilin veamai. Why shouldn't we save it? Tipukla mishum gileyon dides. We should say that we should save it because of the cleft. So again, we're not asking about the area where where Ketav was written. It's only Kadosh because it has writing on it. Once the Ketav went away, the Kedusha also went away. I'm asking for the top area where it's anyways, there's no writing, and on the bottom. Or the area between each parasha, or the area between each page. In the beginning of, of the, the Sefer Torah and the end of the Sefer. Because when it became a Sefer Torah, it was meant to be empty. So the question now is, since they're doing the job that they were meant for, which is not have any writing on it, are they Kadosh and do I have to save it? So now the Gemara asks, Wait, so why do you have to go through that whole 85 letter business? Why don't you just say, if you have uh, empty uh, the, the empty spots of the cloth that were supposed to be any five, save it because of that. Why don't we say that? Obviously, they don't matter and you don't have to save it. I think my answer is, maybe we're talking about those uh, those areas that were cut off and they were on the side. And now there's a fire and the question is, should I uh, save those empty pieces of parchment or not? So again, we still don't have an answer. Tashima. The empty pieces of cloth from the top and the bottom, between Pashiyot and pages, people used to put their uh, their food over there, Truma over there, so the Hachami made it Tameh, this way every time you touch a Sefer, So from the fact that they made Tameh, it shows that they're Kadosh. The command says, yeah, but no. Maybe since because it's connected to the Sefer Torah, therefore if I touch this part of the Torah or that part of the Torah, it's all the same. So I still have no proof. I have to save it in case of a fire. Okay. Uh, Gileonin, the leftover cloth. You have Sefer Torah and Ibim Ketuvim. They're all written by... People who don't believe in Hashem, they worship Avodah Zarah and so on and so forth. You don't save it, even if it's Hashem Hashem. Let them burn even with the Shemot Hashem. My love, now when we said Gilyonin in the beginning of this Brayta, my love, Gilyonin, the Sefer Torah, aren't we talking about a, the, the empty pieces of cloth of a Sefer Torah that's Kasher? Like my answer is not. Gilyonin the Sifreminin. We were talking about the empty klafim of the Sifreminin of the Minin. So the master one wants the Hidush. Ashta Sifreminin Gufayon. We don't save the actual Sefer with the Ktav and the Askarot. Gilyonin Mibaya. The Klaf. You even have to ask a question. Rather, you have to say this is what the Brayta means. Hachikama Sifre. The Sifreminin Harehen. Kigilyonim. That the Sifreminin of the Minin are just like empty pieces of Klav. And you don't save them whatsoever. Gufa. 
We passed by a Braita before. Let's go back into it. We don't save them from a fire on Shabbat. You cut around the Shemot of Hashem, Shabbat, Vegonzan, and you put in Genizavash. So far, and the rest of it, it burn. I'll bury my children. And he swears. Shafilu, I'll burn them and the Shemot Hashem that are in there. Shafilu Adam Rodefa Harav the Horgo Ben Hashrat Lakisho. Even if a person is chasing to kill you, and even you have a snake coming after you to kill you, Nichnas Lebet Avodah Zarah Ve'En Nichnas Lebatehen Shel Elu. You will go into Avodah Zarah and you don't go into the house of those uh, Jews who went off the derech and uh, became minin. Shehalalu Makirin Ve'Kofrin. These they, these people they know Akash Baruch and they ran away from Halalu and Makrin Vekofrin. They don't know. They they, they copy whatever their father taught them. Meaning they still know Akash Baruch They just uh, put him behind. Meaning it's a. Uh, it, it, it means nothing to. Meaning it just they put him on the back burner. Meaning they don't care about it so much. Amar Bishmael Kalva Homer. To make peace between husband and wife by a sota, we, we erase Hashem Hashem and we put it in the water and we let her drink it. Why? I don't care. For Shalom Bayit, the Kalash Bachos, I don't care. These uh, Mishumadim, these people who went off to Avodah Zarah. Who caused fighting between me and the Kadosh Baruch Hu? kama v'kama, erase my name, all the most erase my name in order to 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 to, to, to help. David, Hashem Hashem, whoever hates you, I hate. Whoever fights you, I'll fight. The same way we don't save their their, their writings. We don't save them and anything uh, not from the uh, not for if, uh, if a building's falling on it not from uh, water damage and not from anything else that ruins them these Sfarim of Be'avidan uh, they were written by Minim to fight with uh, Israel uh, to argue with them do we, say, do we save them from the cow or not? In Vela Vera he wasn't sure. Rav Lo Rav would never go fight with these uh, Minim by Beavidan. Of course he wouldn't go to the, the house of Avadazrav called uh, the, the Ben Natsrafe. Shmuel the Ben Natsrafelo Azil, he wouldn't go there to fight with Avdi Avadazar, the Beavidan Azil to fight with the Jewish people he would. Amrudh Rava Maitama Lo Atit Le Beavidan, so why don't you come to Beavidan? And Ravad didn't want to go there because, you know, if in case he wins, they're going to kill him. There's this, uh, you know, there's this area with a palm tree, a day tree, and, you know, it's very hard for me to walk over there. They told him, we'll, we'll, take, it, we'll take it out for you, just come. You know, it's, you know, it's very hard to walk where, the, where that palm tree used to be. Listen. I'm uh, friendly with them. Do you, uh, I don't have anything to, to be scared. They're not going to kill me. One time the truth is he did go to Be'avidan and they almost wanted to kill him. 
Ima Shalom was the wife of Rabbi Eliezer. She was the sister of Ben Gamliel. Havahu Pilosofia Pilosofa Bishibibute. There was this mean, I guess, a philosopher uh, who was in the neighborhood. The Havashakil Shema de Lom Kabel Shohada. You know, he would go around telling about people that I don't take bribes. I don't take bribes. When people come to me for dinner, I don't take bribes. Ba'ola Hochebe. So Ima Shalom and Rabban Gamliel want to joke around with him. So she sent him a gold uh, menorah. And they came in front of him. So I want you to split, you know, me and my brother were fighting about uh, Yerusha. I want my part. So the mean doesn't plug, so it's a split it. It says in our Torah that in the place where there's a boy and a girl, the girl doesn't get anything. In the Rusha Amale, so the mean doesn't mean From the day you left your country, uh, there was no, there's no more Torah Moshe, now there's a different Torah. It says the bat and the ben, they get it together. Okay. The next day, Rabban Gamil comes in and he throws he throws him a hamor that's you know from from the from the country of Lub, which is considered Hashub. Amar lehu shapilit lesefed the sefra vechatav be. I looked at the end of the book and I saw ana lo lemifhat min oraita de Moshe atiti velo sfei al oraita de Moshe atiti. I didn't come to add or subtract from the Torah of Moshe. Chutiv be b'mkom berab ratalotirut. Meaning, my my book shows that uh, I'm not supposed to argue on Moshe's Torah, and therefore the the boy, the boy gets nothing, the girl gets nothing. And the Ben explains that he was even smarter; that uh, he was able to uh, show them that uh, everything was written in his book was like a other nations, but like a base, so they have to follow Torah. All, the, all of a sudden, now they have to follow Torah. Let your light light like a candle. Meaning, she was trying to give him a hint about that uh, menorah. And then uh, Rabban Gamliel said, "Yeah, but my uh, donkey came and uh, kicked uh, your uh, candle." And I guess they said it out loud, so this way uh, everyone in the area could hear what was going on. Uh, that he actually did take bribes. Few interesting things uh, in this uh, in this sugya. I want to just uh, point out. And what I found, what I was found, what I found most intriguing over here was that the the censor took out uh, a couple of words. Now, meaning our shas, you will see a lot of times has been played around with with, uh, you know, with words here and there. A couple lines were taken out. That's how it was. Uh, the sense the censor of uh, the Christians. A lot of to- a lot of times we had to take out things, or it was taken out for us. So one of the things over here that was taken out was that Rabbi Meir would call these uh, Gilyonot, these uh, I guess the, the writings of the of the Minim. He would call them Avin Gilyon. Rabbi uh, Hanan would call it Avon Gilyon. And she explained the reason he called it uh, Avin Gilyon or On Gilyon as to make fun of them because they like to call their language On Gila. Sounds very much like our English, and the truth is that the Christians used to write Kitve uh, Kodesh in their language, and that's why Rabbi Meir wrote it that way, uh, said it that way, right? like in the language of Kolpoale uh, Aven or Avon, just to, just to make fun of it, to show that it's uh, there's nothing much to it. It's actually an Avon.
And in truth, Halachalema said that Rambam is posek that if a that if a uh, Apikoros wrote a Sefer Torah, we have to burn it with the Shemot of Hashem because he doesn't believe in the Kedushat Hashem. It wasn't written in the Kedushat Hashem. And the Shulchan Aruch is posek the same way. And again, the Halachalema said, what do you do with the with a lot of the books and a lot of Sfarim were written by organizations or publishing companies that. What many Rabbanim consider apikorsim, minim, so on and so forth. Uh, at what point am I allowed to burn them? At what point I have to put them in geniza? And I guess each one has to follow their psakalcha. Uh, you have to ask what to do with each book. But we definitely have to be careful before buying a sidur or a book to see who is the author, who uh, who wrote it, who put it out. Also, who is considered a mean, who is considered a picoris, and so on and so forth. That's why we have to ask our hachamim uh, this question, but the, the question is still there of what we do halachalim Now, the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah. Why don't we read them in the, the Ketuvim? Because Bitul Beta Midrash. We don't read, uh, you know, Nevi'im, Ketuvim, stories on Shabbat. We want people to come to the Beta, to the beta Midrash to learn real uh, sugyot, real halacha. Amarav. That's only during time of the Beta Midrash. When the rabbi is giving a, a, a class, you can't be learning Ketuvim. Meaning, after you ate, there's no class now. Korin, you could go ahead, you could read Navi, you could read Ketuvim, not a problem. Even the entire day, you're not allowed to read, be reading it. What are you talking about? Nehardi'a was where Shmuel lived, and over there, there was, uh, you know, during the time where there was not a drasha, they would even uh, do, do haftarah of Minhav Shabbat in Ketubim. And the Sfat Emet says the reason he did it is because he saw people were very into it, and he didn't want them to, uh, like, do it during the time of drasha, so he gave them a set time. This way, everyone could do it at that time. Rav Amar. No, like we said from the beginning, the Rav and Shmuel were discussing are we allowed to read Ketubim during, well, it's not time of, uh, of the class. And Shmuel, he says it's Asur, like Rabbi Nehamia in the following Baita. We discussed them, we bring down a Midrash in the class, uh, and he'll explain it. Nitzrach le Pasuk, if you need a Pasuk, go get me a Sefer Mishle, go get me Sefer Yov, and, and you look at it. Why don't we read Kitve Kodesh on Shabbat? So you could say, If I can't read, if I'm not allowed to even read Mishle on Shabbat, I'm not allowed to read Yov, Shira Shirim on Shabbat, Koshaken, I can't open up a newspaper and read. By the way, the Ramban brings here that uh, it sounds like uh, even although the uh, Shmuel held like Rabbi I guess his, the people in his city didn't hold like him because he was a Yahid. Now, what exactly is Shidra Hadiyotot? Rashi explained the letter. So if I get a letter in the mail, I'm not allowed to read it. And, to, and Tosafot asked, listen, the Manhag of the world is to read the letters that, you know, that, that we got and even and even carry them. Tosafot explains that what we say Shidra Hadiyotot, we're talking about bills, we're talking about uh, things that don't, it don't matter, but you know, a lot of times, uh, Ri says that a lot of times these letters, you know, their life and death matters, and you have to read them, even on Shabbat. 
But if it's really, uh, you know, things that uh, don't make uh, sense, like uh, things that are nonsense, uh, Rabbeinu Yehuda says you can't even look at it even on hold because Moshe lets him. Okay, interesting Tosafot to look at. Um, okay, let's look at the next Mishnah. Matzilin tika sefer, ima sefer. The bag the Torah is in with the Torah itself. Tika tefillin, ima tefillin. And uh, the bag with the tefillin with it. Even if you have money over there, you're allowed to still save it on Shabbat. Where do I save? Where do I save them to? Men, where can I bring it to? The mavoi she'eno mefulash to a mavoi. A mavoi will say is a street that with a dead end street. It's open from one side to Rishut Harabim, and the other side is blocked off, I guess, by houses. Ben betera omer aflem fulash. Even to a regular street, you're allowed to save it, and the Gemara will explain exactly what's their machloket. Tan Rabanan arba'asar. The 14th day of Nisan, which is the day we give Korban Pesach. Shehal liyot b'Shabbat. It, uh, 14th is on Shabbat. Mavshitin at the Pesach. Ad hazeh. We take off the skin up until the chest. So you can take out all the insides. And because yeah, you, have to put, you have to put them on the Mizbeach. And everything else you can take off at night before you put it on the fire. And that's not Tohe Shabbat. So only whatever you need to take off a Shabbat. Devre Rebi Shema'il Benashar Rebi Hanan Ben that's Rabbi Shmael, son of Rabbi Han ben Berokab. Hachamim umreim of shitinet kulo. Take off everything. Now, Bishna Mad Rabbi Shmael ben Asher Rabbi Han ben Berokab. I understand this reason why the height avid le tzorich gavoy. You're doing something for Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore you do whatever you have to do after that. It's it's for you. Ela the Rabbanan might ama. So according to Hachamim, he says that once you're doing it, you'll have to finish the entire thing. What's the reason? Amar ba barhana, Amar barhana, the Amar kara. Everything Kadosh Baruch Hu created was for him. Meaning, once it's allowed, it's allowed. The entire mitzvah is for Kadosh Baruch Hu. Not half. The, you don't have to do half the thing. You do the entire job, and it's all for Kadosh Baruch Hu. Now, so what kavod is there for Kadosh Baruch Hu that you're taking off the entire skin? Rav Yosef Amar that the meat shouldn't be disgusting. Because when the the skin is left on, it's gonna make it keep it. It's gonna make it warm up, and it's gonna it's gonna smell. They shouldn't be left in a disgusting way, like a nevela. It just doesn't look nice. That half of it's gonna be with skin, half of it uh, without skin. My benayu. What's the difference between these two reasons? If I took it and I and I only took off half the skin and I put it on a golden table, so there is a kavod, except it still might uh, stink up. Or inami, or you could say yomadastena. It's a, I guess it's a nice uh, April day where you have some good wind and it's not going to stink up. But uh, if you leave it on the floor, it's going to be disgusting, meaning not respectable. Hi, How does he explain the, uh, the everything is for Hashem? So he explains You shouldn't take out all the insides before you took off all the skin. What's the problem with doing it that way? What's what's the problem to the skin if you do it that way? If you don't take off the skin, you're going to still have uh, pieces of hair on all the imurina. And it's not nice to give it on the Mizbeah when it has uh, pieces of hair here and there. So what, what, what did the Hachamim answer? Uh, 
So the Gemara answers, this is what they told him. If we save a Sefer Torah with the bag, even though there might be money inside that bag, meaning once we are saving the, uh, something that is mutar, we could also do something that is asur, why? even though it's for me, meaning even though I'm doing something for Kodesh, but, but I could also do something that's for the Hediot, which is me with it, we shouldn't be allowed to finish up the job with the skin of the Pesach. My answer is, what are you comparing? Over there is just carrying, it's just touching. But taking off the skin is one of the melachot. Who said you're allowed to do a complete melacha? No. Really arguing about two things. They're arguing when it came to tiltul, am I allowed to move it even from hamal tzel? Not just, uh, not just, uh, you know, real whatever need for the korban. Even if I'm allowed to move it a little bit, it's, they have a machloket that according to Rabbi Ishmael, the, you wouldn't be able to move it once you took out the imurim. That's it. You had to leave it till tonight. And if that's the case, once you did your job, the skin, the hide, is asur. You're not allowed to touch it. That's not machloket number one. And they're arguing about the about the melacha of of hafshatav of taking off the skin. And this is what the, the hachamim are telling him. About the about the, the about what you were arguing about the gabet yiltul. If I'm allowed to take the, the 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 bag of the sefer Torah with the sefer Torah, even though there's money inside. I shouldn't be able to take the hide with the meat that I'm allowed to touch. The meat sta- sitting there in the sun all day, I'm allowed to move it to, to, to the shade. Remember, I need this for Korban Pesach. So I should be able to move it with the hide, with the skin. And Tosafot uh, is explaining a little bit different. He says that we're talking about after the skin was completely taken off, am I allowed to uh, have the skin on top of the meat in order to, to protect it from the heat? And... Uh, there's a, there's that shita there's a, there's the Ramban who explains uh, totally something else and Kedai to look there, but now the Gemara answers Midame what are you comparing Hatam basis the davar hamutar by the tika sefer the, the the bag of the sefer even though it has money inside of it it became basis a base of something that's mutar which is a sefer Torah hacha by the naasa basis the davar hasur the sefer Torah. What is something that's mutar, we're going to allow to carry it on Shabbat, right? Whether there's a fire or not, I'm allowed to carry it. And therefore, anything that's connected, I'm allowed to carry. But over here with the meat, now Rabbi Ishmael holds that that meat is now muktzeh until tonight. And Rabbi Ishmael also holds that there's no, no you know, it's not connected to, to, to Hafzeh Shamaim. It's not connected to Kosh the part that you're eating from Korban Pesach. It's a you thing, not a, not a Shem thing. And therefore, you can't uh, carry it. And of course, according to Hachamim, you would be able to carry it. That's the way Rashi explains this piece. Tosafot explains that even Rabbi Shemayel would agree that you're allowed to carry the meat. But since before Shechita, this animal was considered Asur, therefore the skin is Basis Davara Isur. And then you have the Ramban Shita, and there's a lot to explain over here. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.